Did you know that January is National Mentoring Month in the U.S.? Join us for our quick take on appreciating our mentors. Episode 240 of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Welcome, everyone. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And right here with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, everybody. It's great to join you again. And as always, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas that can help visionary leaders accelerate themselves, along with their companies, to their next level of game-changing innovation, transformation, and growth. So as Pam said, it's National Mentoring Month, and here are three facts that you may not know about it. First, it was launched in 2002 by the organization Mentor.org. Second, its main focus is on promoting structured youth mentoring across the United States. And third, it's supported by prominent nonprofit organizations, elected officials at the local, state, and federal level, as well as presidents from both parties. As we're recording this episode, tomorrow, January 26th, is Thank Your Mentor Day. Now, we all have people that have made a significant impact along every stage of our life's journey. Yes, indeed. So with this episode, we're launching a special occasional sub-segment we call Thanking Our Mentors, because the best way to appreciate our mentors is to continue to spread their wisdom far and wide. That's right. And today we're going to focus on someone who's, who's mentored people at every stage in their life and had a huge impact. That person? My dad. W. James Harper. He was a professor of food science and technology at Ohio State University and was actively teaching and mentoring right up until he passed away at the age of 91 in 2014. Of course, he held a number of other positions in addition to his professorship at OSU, and his students and mentees represent a wide range of accomplished educators, researchers, executives, and other professionals in the dairy and allied food industries. Dad provided an example of how to discover new opportunities, innovate, and continuously grow in an uncertain world. He was also a very impactful mentor for both of us, and he did this in many ways. So we're appreciating W. James Harper's impact by spreading his mentoring philosophy far and wide. And we hope you'll also apply this as you're mentoring others, whether it's youth, young professionals, or anyone else who could benefit from your wisdom. So without further ado, let's share stories that illustrate his impact. The first one, something he did unconsciously, led by example. He was a great teacher because he was a great learner all through his life. He was always looking at new things, new ways to approach the world, new ways to apply knowledge. And he kept finding and introducing students and colleagues to new technologies his entire career. He lived a long time, but he never grew old. And this made him relevant to people across a wide range of generations. This mindset of relentless curiosity rubbed off on me. It's an important value for both of us. 
This passion for learning is contagious. Yes, it is. It's a good kind of contagion, though. Yes. So here's our first immediately useful mentoring question. How can you lead by example to inspire more passion and commitment? Now, here's a second lesson that dad spread by example. Learn how to work with difficult people. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Dad knew that working together, collaborating, is the best way to create new solutions to problems and innovation. Uh, He used to say, I'm always 10 times smarter in somebody else's office. But he also said, sometimes the people who are the most valuable are the people who rub you the wrong way. One of the stories he loved to tell, and he told it often, was when he was a graduate student, he was complaining to his father, who was a professor at Purdue, about dad's graduate advisor, who just didn't get along with dad. My grandfather shook his finger. Now, you can't see it out there, but I'm wagging my finger. And he says, young man, you had better learn to get along with people you don't like, because they're the ones who are going to get you forward. And did they? They did. And some of his best collaborations were with people who were a little prickly. And it worked out for me, too. I've worked with people who, at first, I didn't see eye to eye with. But by asking questions and finding things in them that I could admire, we got past the conflict and created value that neither one of us could have developed independently. And of course, I wasn't the only one to benefit from this lesson. I remember speaking to a number of his former students who recalled that they had a hard time working in study groups that dad set up because there were people who were hard to get along with, and it got in the way of the work. But years later, when they were speaking with me, they appreciated that the real lesson was that valuable collaboration frequently involves working with people that you find difficult. And that actually inspired me to come up with my favorite saying, which is, have you ever considered that the difficult person thinks you're the difficult person? (laughs) You've got a point there. We all need to find ways to work together. So here's a second immediately useful mentoring question. What can you do to encourage teams filled with difficult people to collaborate more effectively? Right. And speaking of challenges, here's a third lesson Dad embodied. He always worked on teaching people how to think differently about problems and opportunities. He was not an easy professor. There were lots of his students who complained about him at the time. One of the things he was famous for was he just refused to teach facts. He, mm-hmm. didn't, he didn't say, this is how you do things. Here's the best practice. He demanded that students actually think. And this came out in his famous oral exams. He would talk about how he supplied his students with real situations, and he'd ask them to come up with new answers. He made them think. He made them solve problems in real time. The impact of this came home to me when, at Dad's celebration of life after he passed away, people came up to me and said, I used to be one of your dad's students. Now I'm a CEO, I'm a vice president or whatever, some senior executive, and I hated your dad (laughs) when I was a student because he wouldn't stand for, well, this is how it's done, this is how we should do it. And that really made me rise up and and be able to come up with new ideas and new solutions. He made me think differently, and that's what got me to where I am today. And it rubbed off on us, both of us. 
There are so many situations that we have faced over the years where things were not neatly laid out. Right. And we have had to figure our way through it. And I think of your dad. Yeah. He'd be there saying, all right, what are you going to do? And it's worked out pretty well. So here's our third immediately useful mentoring question. How can you apply facts in different ways to generate new opportunities for personal and professional innovation and transformation for growth? So here we are at the end of our quick take. Scott, why don't you leave us with the final thought about the impact of your father's mentoring on you, both personally and professionally? One of the most compelling characteristics that my father imparted to us as children, to his students, to the people we work with, was be curious. Be curious about the world. Don't be afraid of new stuff. Challenge yourself to approach old problems in new ways. And work with other people because they're the ones who are going to help you get to the new heights. And that's our quick take for today. Thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. If you're enjoying this podcast, spread the good word. Open Growth Igniters Radio on whatever podcast app you use and write a review. And to learn more about our strategic growth advisory services at Business Advancement Incorporated, learn about Pam's latest keynote speech and access our full podcast archive, go to businessadvance.com. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to consider. Who are the mentors who've made a difference in your life and how are you going to spread their wisdom far and wide? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.